Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers, now only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Break If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amaya Hawkins. I appreciate you as always. Taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show. Today's show, we will be previewing the Virginia Cavaliers versus the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets here in Charlottesville, playing on Saturday at a 12.30 kickoff. It's the first mid-noon game of the year, especially at home, So, and it's homecoming. So hopefully everybody comes out. The Hoos are coming off a much impressive victory versus UNC down there in Chapel Hill. And um, they don't want to get caught in a trap game versus this Georgia Tech team that comes into Charlottesville at 2-6. and six. Before we get started, salute to the sponsors, Aber Insurance. Go to aberinsurance.net for all your insurance needs, home, business, auto, life, all your insurance needs. Holler at the people at aberinsurance.net. Billy and Charlene White. If you go to the offices here off Ryle Road, just tell them the ball hawk sent you, and they would definitely make sure they get a policy that fits your budget. Able Insurance. Also go to sthujuice.com. That's sthujuice.com to get Petty Hawk apparel, Be Great Today apparel, and Shut the Hell Up Juice apparel. And also, basketball season has started. I do have more championship shirts available. My redemption, who's the champ championship shirts, um, saluting the men's basketball team for their national championship run last season. So those are available also in blue and also in white. So go check those out. So let's go ahead and get started. It's not going to be a long preview just because um, I don't want it to be long for you guys. Um, I just want to get right down to the point, Get you know, go over some numbers and then what I think the Who's have to do to not fall victim to this, what I call is a trap game because of how much emotion and how much excitement is coming from this UNC game. So when you compare the teams, 
Looking at Georgia Tech versus UVA. UVA has the upper hand in scoring offense, 30.8 points a game to Georgia Tech, 17.1. Rush offense, Georgia Tech has the upper hand, averaging 158 yards rushing the game. UVA is averaging 108.7. Passing offense, the nod goes to UVA, averaging 255.7 to Georgia Tech's 141. Pass efficiency goes to UVA, 129.7. Total offense, 364 to 299. UVA is tops in the ACC, I believe, in time of possession, while Georgia Tech is last in the ACC in time of possession. They average just 26 minutes and 32 seconds with the ball each game, while UVA averages 33 minutes and 27 seconds. Scoring defense, UVA has the nod there, only giving up 21.9 points a game while Georgia Tech is giving up 29.1. So it's flipped, 21.9, 29.1. Russian defense, UVA, 102.6. Georgia Tech's Russian defense, they're giving up 217 yards rushing a game. Yes, they are giving up 217 yards a game rushing. Pass defense, they're a little bit better than us on pass defense. They give up 187.9 to 189.6. And this is where stats can be misleading if you don't provide context. If you're giving up over 217 yards rushing the game, I'm pretty sure teams aren't going to try to throw on you that much. So the 187.9 can be misleading, but at the same time, they do play with a lot of speed. But at the same time, if you're giving up 217 yards a game, why would you throw? Unless, you know, you, you see some favorable matchups. Pass efficiency, 127.77 for the Hoos, 128.36. Total defense, UVA yields 310, while Georgia Tech yields 405. Um, turnover margin, every team got us beat in that. They point they they negative point two five, we negative point six seven. Um sacks, three point seven for us, one point six for them. And um that's it. We look at last year's game. We went down there to Georgia Tech, took them to overtime. We lost by a score of thirty to twenty seven. Um they just ran on us. This is when we were trying to patch our D line together the bend but don't break. They had um, 268 yards rushing last year. We had 130 rushing yards. We had also had 273 passing yards. They had 37 passing yards, and they had one big completion to keep their drive going that pretty much you know sent us to overtime. Um, but it was a fun game down there last year. Bryce Perkins got banged up. Um, I remember Brendan Armstrong coming in, throwing the pass, a short pass to uh, Joe Reed and Joe Reed took it up the sideline. And um, like I said, it was a back and forth game. This year's game, it should be a little different, man. The Hoos definitely should have the upper hand if they play to their A game. Now, if the Hoos that showed up versus Miami and versus Louisville come out to play, it's going to be a dog fight. Because Georgia Tech, that's when they that's what they want to do. They want to make it a dog fight. They want to run the football. They're not running the, the triple option look anymore. Um they they kind of adapted and made it a spread look, but they still want to run the football. That's just what they're comfortable with doing. Uh, quarterback is not very accurate. Um, he's an athlete back there. He can complete some passes if you you know blow coverages and, and go to sleep and things like that. But they want to run the football just because they're still trying to recruit the personnel that fit what they do. 
They run a spread pro-style offense. Um, the starting quarterback is James Graham, a red-shirt freshman. Like I said, he's 6'1", 192, but he just wants to run around. Um, Tobias Oliver, who played some quarterback last year, is playing some receiver. Um, Jordan Mason is their top running back, number 27. I think he runs with good balance, good power, has good vision as well, and will break arm tackles. But their main thing is they want to run and get on the edges, and then use Jordan Mason up the gut, and then the quarterback is, you know, it's like defending Bryce. He wants to run around. Bryce is a better passer than he is and more polished, but they want to run the football. They want to confuse you. They run the same belly action that we saw UNC having a lot of success on. So I, I guarantee you they're going to pull their guard in their center like UNC was doing last year just to see, I mean last week, just to see if UVA's defense can adapt. Now on the back end, you know, like are you going to show press and really take the receivers away and run the risk of seeing if this kid can complete something down the field um, are you going to sit back and play some type of combo zones to confuse him and, and to influence some errant throws? So it's going to be interesting to see how we attack this young man. I feel like you have to come after him and you have to have a lot of eyes on the quarterback, meaning you're going to put our DBs on the island. Now, with that being said, if you're a DB, you take away any inside cut and you force him to throw over your head, but you're staying sound in your technique. You want to see if he can consistently complete the deep ball. The one thing you don't want to do is allow this young man to complete short passes and you miss tackles and short gains turn into long gains. You want them to work for every bit of piece of grass that they can get. I feel like we can really, you know, stack the box and come out to them. Shoot the gaps when they pull. They want to get outside. They want to motion. They want to use some deception. You just read your keys and you get out to them. If you have quarterback, you, you keep quarterback, period. Do your job. Because this team... Has the potential to create big plays, but they just have, haven't gotten it. Now, this team did beat Miami. Miami came out here, out there bull jiving and letting them stick around, and they messed around and beat Miami. Pittsburgh jumped out on them early, shut them out in the second half. They won the game 20 to 10. Um, but, you know, they can be vulnerable. I mean, they are vulnerable, but it's still an ACC opponent. And just one of them things to where you should beat them handily, but you have to jump out on them early and take their heart away early because they really they really can't throw the ball that good, in my opinion. They can't. They just, they just can't. They can't. They have, let me see, 305 rushing attempts to just 186 passing attempts. That's almost double. That's almost double. 305 rushing attempts to 186 pass attempts. They ran 491 plays and they thrown less than two less than 190 passes. So you take it for what it's worth right there. 491 total plays, they have 186 passes. So it may not be the triple option, but they still Georgia Tech. What their philosophy is, we're gonna run down here because that's the personnel that they have. Like I said, they 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 don't the new coach doesn't have the true recruiting class that he wants, and that's just what they are. They gotta throw. I mean, they gotta run, and they have some speed. They can get to the edge. Guys want to wiggle and juke. I really like their back. I think you know he's a serviceable serviceable back. He understands his limitations, what he can and can't do. Has like I said, good balance, good speed and power. Um, 
I think they're last in the ACC when it comes to opponents, third down conversion percentage or something like that. Right now, they converge at a 32% rate, and they allow opponents to convert at a 44% rate. They allow opponents to convert 77% of their fourth down attempts, 10 to 13 on the season. They've given up 23 sacks, and they've sat the quarterback 13 times. Red zone touchdowns, they are 44%, 8 of 18. When you look at their quarter breakdown, um, they start off slow in the first quarter. The second quarter is their best quarter. Uh, they score 41 total points, which is their best quarter. And then they also give up the most points in the second quarter. So it seems like in the first half, opponents jump out on them. 61 points in the first quarter, 91 points in the second quarter, then 34 in the third, 44 in the fourth. So it seems like they do, they will make adjustments and implement them in the third quarter because they're only giving up 34 points in the third quarter. But to give up 91 points in the second quarter and 61 in the first, that means it takes them some time to get used to what you're trying to do offensively. Now, you know, watching the pick game, pick quarterback was getting outside the pocket. They were playing a lot of man-to-man. I think Georgia Tech's going to play some man-to-man. They may look at the UNC film and feel like on the back end they could play some. Like, every team is going to be confident in what they do. And I think Georgia Tech is just a man-to-man defense. They may they try to run some short zone, but I, I think they like to run two-man. Like, they keep both safeties on the hashes and comboing if you overload them on the side. Uh, they backers will, will, will check crossers or check the backs coming out the backfield. They can run. They run a 4-2-5 defense, so that means they have one less linebacker and an extra safety that they actually play. They play three safeties. They start three safeties, I mean. Um, so, and and I like their safeties. Thomas and Carpenter, they got good ball skills. Uh, Thomas, number one, is in the box quick. When he reads run, he's attacking, and he's throwing his body around. He's similar to Joy. He's very sound in, in all facets of the game. Um, I think Joy's a better tackler than he is, but he will come up there and put his nose up on a ball carry. Uh, Bryce will have some space. Now, coming out this UNC game, man, this is a game that you would want to see if we could get the Samoan Slasher going. I, I really feel like this is a game. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I always feel like when we come out and we use a short passing game, it works to our advantage because it gets Bryce in the groove. Or if you run some type of quarterback draw power or anything like that, you got to let Superman get his cape wet a little bit, get his confidence going. And then he start to pierce the chest of the receivers to do a great job of getting open and making the tough catches as well. But I would love to see the Samoan Slasher really stake his, stake his claim. Right now, the Samoan Slasher, I believe, is like fourth in the ACC and rushing touchdowns with nine. And he don't have that many carries. That just lets you know that he's making making do with what he gets. Um, defensively versus their offense. Oh, I already talked about that. So offensively, yeah. Offensively, we just have to just continue to get the matchups that he that we want. You know, implementing the tight ends, Cowley, who who, you know, I call him a touchdown engineer. Anytime he touches the ball on a series, it seems like we conclude that series with a touchdown. Um 
continue to generate the matchups with the window dressing, the motioning, less packages in and out of the game. If we keep the same guys in, we can get to the line of scrimmage quick. I think that could really confuse Georgia Tech because if we catch them in the man defense and you get to the line of scrimmage quick, majority of the time that try to check to some short zone, and that way you can motion the overload. You know, if you see it's a short zone, you motion the trips. Now they got to pick and choose, and you run a divide, meaning you're attacking the same zone but at different levels from 5 to 10 to maybe 12 yards, I mean 15 yards down the field um, in different increments to make that zone guy kind of choose which guy he wants to take. Um, receivers, they, they want to press just like North Carolina did. I think you guys did an exceptional job with your releases, with your sudden quickness and stemming and stacking. Uh, the DBs, and then working back to the ball. The reason why Jana had so many catches, when he was coming out of his breaks, he was working back to the football. He wasn't stopping and waiting for the football and allowing the defensive back to close the ground and, and swat the ball away. Once you come out of your break and you come downhill, down your stem full speed, it's hard for a defensive back because majority of the time when we're, when we're mirroring a receiver and once we see the hips drop, we drop our hips, and as soon as we get closer to receiver, we're going to peek at Medusa. You're going to peek and see if the ball is coming. And in that second that you stop and see if the ball is coming, if that receiver works down, coming out of his break right now, they're going to gain the upper hand. And you know where you're going. So either you come straight down 45 or you go in in the 90. It just depends on your route. So I think our receivers can do a great job of getting open. I would like to see us take some shots down the field, but after we set certain things up, and you got to set the table. And what sets the table? Three, when three's running around. That sets the table. You know, so if, if Dr. Bob can, can continue to be everybody's uh, favorite offensive coordinator for a couple hours, like he's been doing this week, because people don't, and you know, everybody's still, still kind of like pump the brakes now. He got to, he got to, he got to be consistent, ball hawk. I don't know. I just don't trust him, ball hawk. We got all these weapons, you know. We don't get Tyler Popper the ball. We don't give Hollins the ball. Chris Sharp don't get in and get no touches. We got to get more touches to Vars Kelly. We got to get more touches to Billy Kemp. We got to get more touches to, to Joe Reed. Everybody got to get touches. We got one football, so many plays. And I, like I always tell you, that's a great problem to have. When people could just name drop players who should get more touches, that means you believe in their ability and you believe they could get down. I love it. I love it. That means you in tune to what's going on. But sadly, it doesn't work like that because if somebody eating, we're going to keep feeding them like a buffet. Like when Janet was eating, hey, that's going to open up Hasis. And if Hasis and Janet eating, that's going to open up Joe one in the middle. And if all three of them eating, that means, uh-oh, you forgot about Kylie. And then when Kylie started eating, Grant came in and scored. But when old number three eating, everybody what, what, what's the uh what's the everybody drives what's the little commercial around here everybody drives when old three is eating everybody gonna eat because when when the houdini is back there being efficient being decisive and doing what he do it's offense is fun to watch defense gonna need you offense defense is beat up in the secondary Okay, offense, so it's up to you. Defense been bailing. Nah, I don't want to say bailing. That's, that's disrespectful. Defense been making sure they got your back all season long. No matter if we're home or away, when you turn the ball over, they try to make sure they get stops for you to get you an extra possession somehow. Now it's your turn, and you did that the UNC game. And I'm not saying the defense played bad during, 
versus UNC. Don't 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 quote me saying Ballhawk was saying the defense is gonna be trash now. No, what I'm saying is now it's time for you to help us. Meaning we beat up a little bit back here. Things may not be the same. Yes, the appearance is gonna be the same as far as the way we attack teams, but the results may be a little different. And I love that approach by Bryce. How in the post game he was bringing injured guys with him, bringing offensive line. You know, offers alignment with them, making other people understand that, like, yo, we're a unit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I know I've been struggling. I know y'all been talking about these big uglies up here. We're going to get it right. And all everybody's asking for now is to keep it going. Is that, is this, was that UNC the game that kind of propels the offense? to that level we've been looking for all season at at the right time. Like, are we going to make sure we peak on offense at the right time? It's not how you start, it's how you finish. If we, if our offense can finish being that productive, not that explosion. I'm not saying Bryce got to throw for almost 400 yards, but if Bryce flirts around between the 275, 300-yard mark as far as passing, no interceptions, and he still gets you between 50 to 75 rushing yards, efficient rushing yards, maybe one sack at the most. Hey, I'm pretty sure we 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 doing a damn thing. And if you get Tyler Popper some more touches, Kyer some touches, Atkins, Sharp, Hollins. Hey, man, we ain't seen Holland since Miami. It would be dope to see Holland get some carries. It would be dope to see my man TK get more than reverse when his hamstring's a little bit cold and he can't reach the fifth gear. Because if he was warm versus UNC when he got that reverse, he would outran everybody, Butty. He's that fast. But got to sit back, relax. It should be a fun game. It's homecoming. My keys to the game is start fast and be efficient. With the football on offense, play calling, execution, being decisive, start fast. You have to start fast versus the Georgia Tech team. You got to come out and get points. We can't have empty possessions early in the first quarter. Come out and get some points. Second key, on defense, run fits, lane assignments, get to the football. That's number two. Stopping the run. Number two, run fits, assignments, get to the football. You have to be sound tacklers when you get to the football. We missed a lot of tackles last week, and North Carolina has some capable backs. But when we get to these ball carries, you got to wrap them up. They will break tack- 27. I like him. He, break- he broke a lot of tackles versus Miami. He broke exceptional tackles versus Pitt. He got a little two-step he could give you in the hole. He's not a burner, but he's, but, but he's serviceable. So number two versus that that offense, you got your lane, your your run fits have to be on par because they're going to move guys in opposite directions and pull guys and try to be deceptive. The third thing, make him pay when he throws the ball. When number four, the quarterback from Georgia Tech throws the ball, you got to make him pay. Floyd Mayweather used to always say, you make a mistake, you're going to have to pay. In other words, if James Graham, number four, throws the ball errantly, 
You got to make them pay. Ain't no man all oh, my fault looking at your hands and grabbing your face mask and looking at to the heavens. No more of that. We need picks, people. Last week, we should have had four. We dropped them. Yes, we dropped them. I already told you the last one who dropped them. They know who dropped them. One dude dropped two of them. That's my guy, Pink Lotion. They were tough ones. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying he just, you know, had stone hands. They were the only one that the only people who had easy picks, in my opinion, was Cross and Moore. And Moore was like at the end of the game, so it didn't matter. But Cross's, if he look, I wanted to see him get a pick because he would have took that to the crib, and I know he would have gave me some type of celebration I would have liked. So. Secondary guys, he make a mistake, you got to make him pay. And those are my three keys, man. Offense, start fast, be efficient. Take care of the football. I know it's simple, but it's hard. Because for four quarters, no matter your opponent, you know, it's all about we could get up for UNC, right? But now you're in the confines of your own home, and you're supposed to beat Georgia Tech. They don't really impress you. on Like when you watch Georgia Tech on film, it's just like, nah, they're going to come at you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to compete hard. They're not going to give up. They're not going to wow you. But they're going to play. They're in the ACC. And you mess up. They beat. And look, our fans going to say, well, they beat Miami. Yep, they sure did. This is the Coastal. You can't have a letdown. So it's, it's still going to be pressure to be. It's it's pressure on our squad because they have to focus. You you got to. Now everybody love you again. Back to back to back to back bowl eligibility. Back to back to back. Three straight years in a row. Going back to four years in a row from 20, 2000, 2002, 2003, 4, and 5. Bron going to get you the three straight bowls. How you like me now? How you going to act? Because it's right there. Your goal is right there. Hey, man, this time last week, people thought you was going to win seven games. Now you're on the verge of winning seven games right now. They had you winning seven games after the Liberty game. Now you on the verge of winning seven right now. How you going to act? How you going to act? Last time we played Georgia Tech on this field, we reached our first bowl game under the Bronco Mendenhall era. How you going to act? Last year you was on the verge of flirting around with nine and ten wins, and you went down to Georgia Tech. You had some injuries to the D-line, and we knew they was going to run at us, and they beat us. How you going to act? Gold is still there, man. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. You boys can, hey, man, you boys can still have a special season, man. Because just a week ago, majority of people didn't think, they thought this was a waste. And now they're paying back attention. And the basketball team just smashed Syracuse, held them. Hell, uh, North Carolina, uh, what, did we score more points in football than, than Syracuse scored in basketball? How many points did they score in basketball? No, that's their rebounds. What was the score of the game? 34 points. Man, we scored more points in that versus UNC in football. That's impressive. Shout out to the basketball team. I was going to do a podcast, but, I mean, I really could cover the basket, what the basketball team did versus Syracuse in this football. You know what they did? They made them shoot like trash can juice. They jumper was broken. They couldn't shoot. We didn't shoot that much better. Good thing we had Dear Keith Dan Huff and my man Kihei showing everybody Y'all got to keep sipping that shut the hell up juice. Talking about, oh, well, no, no, Kihei. Well, you know, Kihei, we need to reserve his minutes. Well, I don't know. Every time y'all got issues with Kihei, you don't believe in Kihei, Kihei get the job done. 
But we made look. Mello was in there looking like uh, Elmer Fudd with that damn outfit he had on, and they jumble was broken. That's one thing about them Syracuse and them, them North Carolinas and them Dukes. Them boys got the one-on-one specials. They do all these step backs and stuff, taking all these difficult tail shots. Go ahead and take them versus the pack line. Now, if you hit them, you hit them. But if you don't, man, that boys, them boys shot 20% from the field. Twenty. I mean, we shot 16% from three. But they shot 20% from the field. 23% from the field. Football team. Our football team scored more points in a football game than they did in a basketball game. See? Who would have thought that you would have got a football and a basketball recap and won? It ain't going to take me that long to break down that. I ain't even want to do it. Why did I want to make a separate podcast for y'all? Like, that was wasting y'all time. You get it right now. You ain't got to stop this and then click on another link. And then see the hit the intro again. They hit me talking about Able Insurance again and how to subscribe. No, two for one, and it's a hidden egg like the video games. Got an Easter egg in this in this podcast episode. So if somebody say, "Hey, ball hawk, we ain't gonna do a basketball recap," you gonna say you must ain't listen to the football preview versus Georgia Tech because he put it inside that one at the end. Aha, aha, ah, oh, you clutches. All right, man, that's all I got for y'all, man. It's the Ball Hawk. Make sure you go to AmonHawkins.com. If you missed any walkthrough episode, they're all available there. Any podcast episode, they're available there. But also make sure you go to Anchor.fm, man. If you want to support the Ball Hawk Show podcast, it's a donation button. You can subscribe and, and donate like five bucks a month if you want. Anything helps. I appreciate everybody that's donated and uh just provided some type of revenue towards the podcast, man. Definitely appreciate y'all, man. Um, I'll be subbing for Jay James this week on the sideline. So if you're in the house, holler at me if I can hear you through my headsets when we're in a commercial, and I'll definitely come give you a pound, man. Ballhawk Show, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.